This is the question part of our show, the question segment, uh, brought to you by 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in both Ireland and the UK. And we are on the Pro Football Ireland network of podcasts, and we are taking your questions live. So, Michael, let's take, let's have it. I was watching the idiot Albert last night with Jay Bell, and he's like, "Born to play," and I was like, "We need get Jeff in here, like standing like a coach at the sideline, like." Let, let me work my magic enough for next year yeah um I, I had a very important question and now i've lost i've lost the ability to ask the question there's loads of questions on x but there's also loads of questions on youtube which i'm going to go to first and folks please let us know your name and where you're from or else jeff won't let me eat for a week the first one's from fred in dublin who says mahalo lads is doc in the mvp race or is dallas's record built on sand i feel like this could be the year jeff that frederick flunk has to persuade the partner the wife the husband whoever's at home it's all good he's gonna have to persuade them to uh get a flight book to vegas and dublin what do you reckon well i tell you what they and i fred i'm with you i have been um you know i've been so cautious about the cowboys for the last 20 years because i've been burned too many times with them um I think that this is as good a cowboy team as I've seen um, since, you know, some of those Romo teams uh, that should have done better than they did. Um, but Dak is playing at extremely high level. He's protecting the football. He's, you know, he's finding, finding open receivers. The defense is playing out the skin. You know, I just, I really think the, the, the Eagles the Eagles and the Cowboys game, that is going to be, you know, we'll talk about that later. But, I mean, that is going to be a real, that's a playoff game, right? You can look at that as a playoff game. And then you look at the Eagles schedule and the Cowboys schedule down the stretch. It's not out of the it's not out of the realm of possibility, in my mind, that the Cowboys win that division. Now, they're going to have to beat Philadelphia to do that, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. Jeff, nothing is out of the realm of possibility. Nothing in life is. Maybe you could be in Strictly Come Dancing next year. Gur, would, would, would you go in Strictly next year, Jeff, if the opportunity arose? No. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Gur, <laughs> who will be at your live show in a few few weeks. A few weeks. Scary biscuits. Frank for me, Duck over Purdy, but I think we come down to re to record i think it will come down to the record i think he means if dallas beat the eagles it could be close do you agree with that jeff well i think i, I think you know obviously dak has you know if you just it's interesting if you look at just sh sheer physical ability dak has a bigger arm has a stronger arm you know i think they're about a wash in terms of their ability to you know move around the pocket uh, extend plays and all that stuff um but again, both of these guys are playing really, really well. And if you're talking about, you know, for like all all NFC or all league or what, you know, any of the awards, you know, obviously your team success. We used to say this: team success is a prerequisite of personal success. And so, you know, if you are you take your team to the Super Bowl and win it, and you're a quarterback, you probably got a pretty good chance to be named, you know, player of the game or you know. Uh, most valuable player but you know if you lose it's tougher so 
It's just the nature of those awards. So I don't play. That's why I don't pay that much attention to that stuff. Ryan, 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 where are you from? But he has he is making this statement to a for MVP. <laughs> the first thing he said, where are you from? To MVP. This is it, forget about Tua for a second. I agree, but Tyreek Hill, Jeff. The way he played, well, like I he threw a thirty-minute he podcast. No, he's going to get over his He's going to have to get. You know, that's Jason's pick for uh, J Bell's pick for MVP. And if he gets over two thousand yards, and he gets the right kind of two thousand yards, like he had the other day, where he had those long touchdown passes, right? He's going to he's going to be in the discussion. There's no question. And does Tua belong in the discussion? I don't think so. But and I'm a Tua fan. But I do think the kid's having a great year. And I think he's slowly, slowly peeling off all of the doubt that has kind of hung over him all this time. I actually didn't get Gurr's correct question. So here it is. Hi, lads. I was wondering what Jeff thought about the college football final four. I, I heard Michael's view this morning. Uh, look, I think Alabama deserved to be four. And look, I, I could sit here and say, FSU Dublin. Look, it's great to have FSU coming to Dublin. I'm talking about a pure football sense of it. I'm looking forward to that game. Support the college game here. Yada, 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 of course. I watched the SEC Championship. Alabama deserved to be in the top four. And yes, Jeff, I went home and I illegally watched the SEC Championship on a 50-inch TV in HD and nobody knows about it. So it's all it's all good. That game wasn't in the sky, man. They, they need to get like a... a Two American football channels, this guy. Well, they have I, Tulane, and they need to have that game on as well. But a great game, end of an year with CBS. I agree with the top four. I think the top four is the correct top four. I'm sorry, it is. I I think that you know there's a everybody's all inflamed because Florida State got left out, right? But one of the criteria is that you know you know they take into it that not just your record. Right. They take into account style points, what they call style points, and they take into account the healthier team. Right. So they're down to their third quarterback, Mike. And yes, they have continued to win. And for for Mike Norvell, that's a, I mean, he's had he's had a tremendous year, tremendous year. Now, when you when you know college football, you know that there is one conference in college football that is miles ahead of the other ones. And I mean, it's not even close. The The talent in the SEC compared to any other conference in the United States is not close. Not close. Look at the NFL rosters, right? And you'll, you'll understand what I'm saying. Now, Florida State was undefeated in a league that this year was not very good, right? Miami, underachieved. Clemson, underachieved. NC State, underachieved, right? Pitt, underachieved. I mean, so where where's the great teams in that league, right? Duke, nah. North Carolina, underachieved. They, I mean, they're a good football team. That's, you know, eight and three or whatever they were, right? Georgia Tech, six and five. Syracuse, fired their coach because they didn't win enough games. Boston College, right about 500. Wake Forest, losing record. You know, I mean, you go through that conference and there's not great teams there. 
you look at the SEC, and, I mean, every week except when you play Vanderbilt, you better come to play. I mean, you better come to play. So when you're Alabama and you know you're taking Mississippi's best shot and Arkansas's best shot and, you know, Texas A&M's best shot and Tennessee's best shot, those are great football teams you're playing every week. So in my opinion, I would have had both Alabama and Georgia in the in the tournament, right? And Texas, Sark did a great job at Texas. By late in the year, he started beating people by a lot of points. They 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 put 57 points on Texas Tech the last game of the year. Why did they do that? Because he knew they had to get style points to get in, right? They had two ways they were going to get in. They had beaten Alabama earlier, right? And they needed to they needed to roll through some folks. And they did that. So, but Washington undefeated. Is the Pac-12 a good conference? Nope. They've got Oregon State's a good football team. Utah's a good football team. Washington State's okay, right? You got to beat – USC couldn't play a lick of defense. And so who'd you have to beat? You had to beat Oregon. And you had to beat them twice. That's impressive to me. And the other team that I think is overrated, frankly, and I will be surprised, and I will say it on this show – I will be surprised. Yes. I will be surprised if Michigan wins the national championship. Wow. I was going to say your favorite saying there, but I, I, can't, I can't do it. Are, are you serious? Yeah. Really? I, will be, I will be surprised because I don't I think, think that the Bucs are against think, it's, it's, it's them against the world, Jeff. I think. No, nah, I don't give all. That's a bunch of horseshit. That's all just talk. You think, let me, let me ask you a question. Do you think when a guy goes up to line up and puts his hand on the ground and it's third and three, he's thinking it's us against the world. I got to win it for Coach Harbaugh. Cut it out. So I'll ask you this. If he wins the national championship, is he gone? I think he's I think I think I think there's interest in him in the NFL, right? There's always interest. It's it's this summer. Like there's two guaranteed storylines this offseason, no matter who wins the Super Bowl, as I sit back up here. Coach Harbaugh will flirt with an NFL team for at least four weeks, and the Chicago Bears will make a hames in their offseason and do something in the draft again. Those, like, literally, if you have a bingo card right now, those two things are on it. Well, you're, you're right about, you know, it's been that's been his history. He, you know, gets involved in some romance with a, you know, NFL team. And then gets a bigger contract from Michigan, and they, we go, then it's next year. That's a hell of a TikTok reel saying Michigan aren't going to win the national championship. Going to keep that for three weeks' time, baby. Um, Michigan Alabama is going to be a great game. More on that soon. Jerry from Ireland, is the, uh, is the NFC final NFC championship going to be a tougher game for the eventual NFC champions than the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, I think, I think it's tougher for the AFC, Jeff. No. Uh, I think I think it depends on where that NFC final game is going to be, because that game's in Philadelphia and and, and San Francisco got to go back to Philadelphia again, which there's a possibility that that could happen. Then I think it's really going to be a tough, tough game. You know, the weather wasn't great the other night and it's going to be worse in, in uh, you know, January. So 
that's a factor in that whole thing. Uh, the AFC, who do you got, Mike? Who do you got right now in the AFC championship game? Tom will put me in the spot. College-wise, I've got Michigan winning the whole thing. Um, right. in, terms of, in terms of the NFL, I think it's Philly against San Fran in the NFC. And I've got Miami against Kansas City in the AFC Championship. Do you really? I got Miami and Baltimore, right? If, But I only got Miami if Miami gets home field advantage. I don't got them on the road. <coughs> I think he can win the road. I think uh, Gillen from Ireland. When are we going to start talking about CMC for MVP? Now, I will say, mate, he says, is this the year for an encore? But I, I think it is, Jeff. I think, you know, Miles Garrett, I know TJ Watt went down yesterday and he's had a couple of iffy things there this week. Miles Garrett stands out for me as one. Tyreek Hill, potentially, if he gets to 2,000 yards in the, if he gets to 2,000 yards in 17 games, given the MVP. Well, you know, again, there'll be a, there'll be some people who are going to agree with you on that, Mike, because that has that is just an incredible, incredible thing, and you know, he's, you know, he's, you know, as good as McCaffrey is, right? As good as he is, he doesn't get the wild plays that Tyreek gets because of Tyreek's speed, right? Those long catches, you know, this 50-yard throws, that kind of stuff, that's what makes people sit up on their seat. Like, the stuff McCaffrey does, you know, he gets an 8- or 10- or 12-yard run, and, you know, he scores he scores touchdowns, you know, all that stuff. But um, I just really I just really think that, you know, the, the way that – Tyreek gets his yards and his touchdowns is so impressive that that gives him a better opportunity to win it as a non-quarterback. Charlie, who does Jeff, who, who's Jeff's most improved player from last year to this year, Jeff, any Ooh. player in the league, any player Ooh. at all. That's really, that's really an interest. I'd have to, I'd have to really think about that one because um, there are a number of guys I think that have, you know, made jumps like Nico Collins, right? You think about, you know, he, he was a good player as a rookie. Now he's a, he's a, I mean, he is a legitimate star, right? Um, and usually it's somebody like that who was playing for a team that wasn't particularly good. And then all of a sudden they got better players around him and he really started, you know, you could see what he could do. But I I I uh I would go with him just right off the top of my head. What you got there, my man? I didn't realize I was a mute. I'm presuming you can see this okay, Jeff, yeah? All right. You, you All want right. me to read it? So I've got Fraser here. Should the Jets fire Salah, Hackett, and Joe Douglas and start over next year, even, even if it means Rodgers isn't happy? And if so, who should it go to next? Jim Harbour, Ben Johnson. That's Fraser from Gang Green UK. Fraser, big thank you, mate, for your help, your support. And I can't wait to produce Jeff's draft. 
this this not happening this year, Jeff. People's drafts taking the year off. I'm gonna sleep. I'm I'm joking. I think that you know again, and and I want to be really clear on this that I don't want to see anybody get fired. I, I get no joy out of somebody losing their job, right? I don't see you know I I don't it doesn't make me happy in any way, shape, or form. But I also know our business. I know the business of the business and guys are going to lose jobs. And how you lose jobs is you don't produce. And I think you make a really, really good observation when you say in spite of Rogers, because that organization has bent over backwards to put people around him to make him happy and make him comfortable. Now, if you fire Joe Douglas, who brought him there, if you fly, if you fire uh, Robert Sala, who's the head coach, if you fire Hackett, who's his, the guy that he had so much faith in because they'd worked together in Green Bay, that's why they went out and gave Hackett the job. If you fire any of those guys, whoever you hire is going to have to meet with Aaron Rodgers' approval. That's just the way it is. That's This is the age of player empowerment. And who that guy would be, I don't see it as a defensive guy, number one. I don't see it as somebody that doesn't have some sort of relationship with him in some way, shape, or form. Okay, two more, Jeffrey, before you All get right. to go watch Coronation Street. Darren from Northern Iron. Looks like the Broncos are doing the Seahawks and hoping Russ digs them out in the fourth quarter every week. Is it teams? Is it time that teams stop lying to blame at quarterbacks when others in the team aren't stepping up to do their job? Well, I think what what's happening in in Denver, Darn, is that you know they're trying to win games the only way they know how to win games, and that's to you know really rein Russell in and run the ball, play good defense, you know, play field position, all that kind of stuff. They, you know, it's, I don't think that there, when I watched the game, I didn't see any lack of effort by anybody in Denver. You know, I, I see some guys that struggle and, you know, they, you know, they didn't have a tight end. I played, they played that whole game with a guy that they just activated. You know, he was the one that got the ball picked in the end zone. I mean, that guy was just active for the first time in that game. And that's a fact of life when you got guys hurt. Troutman's hurt and he's not going to be back for a while. So, you know, I think what the what the Broncos are doing is they're trying to win games the only way they can win games right now. And that's close and play good defense and get some turnovers and, you know, not screw it up on offense. You got time for one more question, Jeff, on your busy schedule? Absolutely. I know I know you're missing Amardale, so I'm sorry about this. Uh, what's your favorite British show whenever you're over here? Do you get do you get to watch anything? Pardon me? Do you get to watch any British te- television? You know what I like? I I watch over here, I watch the History Channel a lot, or what I don't know what it's called. We call it the History Channel back in the States. Um, because it's fat some fascinating stuff on there. And then I love to cook. I mean, I am very I'm I will tell you this, Mike, I can get around the kitchen. I'm I'm pretty damn good. And so there's a lot of, you know, the, I guess it's Dave is the channel over here. 
that has all those shows. And so I'll I'll, I'll catch those because I want to try out new things. I've just had the same reaction to this after hearing that. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? R- r- cooking? Really? Cooking? Yes. I'm. I'm I am. I'm telling you, I am very good, especially Italian. I can. I'm real good. Well, I was going. I was going to take you out for dinner in Dungannon, but now you're cooking us dinner. And um, finally, Adam Wilson. Should the Patriots draft Caleb Williams or MHJ and pick up Baker slash Kirk to draft a developmental quarterback later? Adam uh, plays for the Cosby Giants in. And I know he's probably coming to a live show. So thank you, Adam, for your support. Big Patriots fan. He was the first person I seen in Frankfurt, Jeff, in two days. Two days wearing a Mac Jones jersey. Is that well, concerning? Not only if you're, you know, Mac Jones's marketing agent, um, but here's the reality. You know, the Patriots have so many holes. Right, so many problems that you're not going to solve them with one guy, right? And I can't, I don't see Caleb Williams as now again, who's going to be in New England at the draft, right? Is it a new regime? Is it, you know, do they stay with Coach Belichick? I mean, who knows? But if it's a new regime, then you, it's a, it's kind of a outlier. You don't know what you're going to get because you don't know who's going to be in there and all that stuff. If it's this present regime, I would think they would trade down and get more picks because they got to have more players. They're just not very good. I mean, they did not score a point. Mike, this is the, the Patriots are the, I, I saw this stat. I believe this is true. The first team in the history or in forever that has scored less than or given up less than 10 points three games in a row and lost all three games. Now that's phenomenal, right? They couldn't score a point last weekend, not one. And, you know, so obviously that is really, really in tough shape and they need help and they need a lot of help. Any final words, Jeffrey, before we bounce for for a few days? No, I, 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 again, it's always fun when we can take questions. We'll take some questions again later in the week. If you tweet, if you go to X and you tweet us at X and we, and I did not get to your question, I will personally answer your question on X. All right. So I don't want, again, this whole purpose of this thing was so that we could, you know, talk with the fans and obviously, you know, it's such a great response, but I want everybody to feel like, you know, that that they had some say or that we addressed their question or their take or their rant or whatever it is. And again, Michael, it's always a pleasure. And we are brought by 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in Ireland and the UK. And before we go, Mike, before we say aloha tonight, mm. give me one more Monday night football. Now you got me crazy about this guy. Good night, folks. God bless. Uh, L-A-N-K-T-R.E slash Ryan Bolt. Join us on a Monday night in Dundalk. Monday night. Monday night football. Monday night.